Here's a message from Ken Lavica. It just never ends, these injuries. Now, it's Giannis. That appears to be absolutely gruesome, and this is what it comes down to. There is going to be an NBA champion that's going to win despite injuries and because of other injuries, and we're going to have to accept it. Who is most capable, though? And that's the question. Joe Rigotti, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I... I'm just going to warn you, if you haven't seen Giannis Antetokounmpo's injury yet, uh, proceed with caution because that was something that you can feel in your own knee when you watch what took place last night in Atlanta. And now this truly is an NBA Finals or an NBA postseason that's going to become uh, last men standing. It is a battle of attrition at this point. Who's best equipped? I think that needs to start being focused on. And it's Kedlovic alive. Coquel on vacation. This is what freedom feels like. Joe Rigotti hanging out as he usually does on a Wednesday, making sure this doesn't get too out of sorts. Coming to you from the Anajar and Levine Action and Attorney Studios, Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, right off of the cloudy Intracoastal. AEW star, one of the greatest wrestling giants in the history of sports entertainment, Paul White. We'll hang out with us at 12.15. AEW is coming to Miami next Wednesday on the University of Miami campus. He's going to talk about that. And got some surprises for him as well. So Paul White scheduled to join us at 12.15. Let's go ahead and just listen to it, Joe. Uh, last night, TNT, uh, and this was already a game not featuring Trey Young because of the sore ankle, the bone bruises the Hawks are calling it after stepping on the official's foot. In game three, that's the type of playoffs this has been. Listen to the horror, to the stomach churning in the voices of Reggie Miller and Marv Albert when they finally get a look at A, who's writhing in pain, injured on the floor after this took place uh, in the third quarter. And then once they see the replay, because you'll know exactly when each is taking place. This is last night TNT. And someone's down. And it looks like it's Giannis grabbing that right, or excuse me, that left knee. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. There was a lot of contact on the alley there. This is something you absolutely don't want to see. See the hyperextension? Yep, the left knee. Oh, oh man. Can't even look at it. No. Marv Albert, who has called thousands of NBA games in his life, saying you can't even look at it. Imagine what sort of injuries and what sort of uh, different grotesque images he has seen in an NBA arena in his lifetime, in an NHL arena in his lifetime, and that it seemed like he needed to turn away from. And just the the vision of Giannis's leg hyperextended like that, 
I, I mean, just I've got the image seared into my mind, but this is a another symptom of what has been the most injury-plagued postseason in any sport that I can remember. I mean, this includes the NHL where guys are playing on broken feet and broken legs and broken pelvises. That's the best part of an NHL season is when you get the injury report after a team gets eliminated and it's like spleen cut in half or uh, larynx uh, fractured or, uh, you know, aorta punctured, like that sort of stuff. But this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. It has struck every single team, whether it is James Harden, whether it's Kyrie Irving, whether it's Kawhi Leonard, uh, whether it is Trey Young, now Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Paul, uh, the list goes on and on and on, Jamal Murray. And so now we're in a spot where you've got three of the four teams that have their superstar, their go-to guy, their MVP missing Eastern Conference or Western Conference Finals games. Those three being the Bucks with no Giannis. The Hawks with no Trey Young. We still don't know what his status is going to be in Game 5. And the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. And we know he won't play in a Game 6 of that series. Which shorthanded team, Bucks, Hawks, Clippers, is best equipped to still win a championship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. Which shorthanded team, Bucks with no Giannis, Hawks with no Trey, Clippers with no Kawhi, is best equipped to still win a championship, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And I think that uh, the easiest place for the human brain to go to here is with the Clippers because, oh, well, they've got playoff P. You've got Paul George. Uh, he went off for 42 in Game 5 to keep the Clippers alive. But here's the problem with that, and your mind automatically going there, is that the Clippers are still facing two elimination games to even get to the NBA Finals. And you're not going to have Kawhi Leonard for the rest of the series. You're going to have to depend on Paul George to be Herculean in consecutive games, something he has not been able to do. He has had good games by himself as the guy with the Clippers leading them to victory, but he hasn't put it together in back-to-back games. Can he do it again? Oh, well, Ken, Game 6 is being played in L.A., All right, well, Game 4 was played in L.A., and the Suns, that's what put the Clippers on the brink. This is also a Suns team that has not gotten a good game yet from CP3 since he returned from the COVID-19 protocols and what appears to be a battle with COVID-19. So the Clippers, I would argue, yeah, they still may be best equipped to win a championship, but they have the toughest path to actually get into a position to win the championship. Then... There's the discussion about the Bucks and the Hawks. Last night, when I found out Trey Young wasn't going to play for Atlanta, I tweeted, well, guess I'm all in on the Suns now, because that was it for Atlanta. That was it for the Hawks. And then even despite the Giannis injury, what do the Hawks go and do? They're lights out. Bogdanovich, Herter, John Collins, Lou Williams. I mean, they were magical last night. They didn't miss. They deed up. I mean, the Bucs are probably losing that game even if Giannis doesn't go out. And it was clear 
that once Giannis went down with that gruesome knee injury, that the Bucs were finished last night. Like, they weren't coming back from that. So we're going to have to see now if the Bucs, who are, they're not going to have Giannis going back to Milwaukee. Is it going to be the Bucs being like the Hawks and becoming uh, emotionally charged and winning for Giannis? Or do they melt down now? Which shorthanded team, the Bucks with no Giannis, Hawks with no Trey, Clippers with no Kawhi, best equipped to still win an NBA championship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Twitter is at ESPN West Palm. Because, again, you're talking about three of the four teams left in the NBA postseason that have not just injury problems, but their guy is down and likely out. I mean, if Giannis can come back at any point in this series and play, I mean, that's a miracle. He's not human. He's been sent from the heavens. There's something that is abnormal about his DNA. Because that injury, and there are multiple reports that the Bucks are fearing a serious ACL injury. Duh. I mean, seriously. Like, did we think anything other than that? And so if that's the case, I mean, you're not going to have Giannis. But... We've also seen a lot of praise for Chris Middleton and a lot of praise for Drew Holiday. Our own Evan Cohen, who you hear commercial free, 5 o'clock here on ESPN 106.3, the other day was talking about how, how often do you find a team where the number two guy is actually more important than the number one guy. And he's talking about Chris Middleton, who went off in uh, game three to help the Bucks pick up a road win. Do the Bucs have enough with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday? If Chris Middleton is indeed the most important player on the Bucs, he's still available. He's still there. Drew Holiday, he was the big offseason acquisition to put the Bucs in a position to contend for a championship and get over the heat hump and get into an Eastern Conference Finals with a chance to go to the NBA Finals. So with no Giannis, can the Bucs still do this? I, I think that the Bucs, if... The buzz is true about Chris Middleton and about Drew Holiday, and we're going to sit there and praise him over the last week and a half and them over the last week and a half and say that they're so important and maybe Chris Middleton is more important than Giannis Antetokounmpo is. Then shouldn't I think that the Bucs are still the best equipped team despite missing their star to win an NBA championship? Sort of seems like it, right? Like Paul George... Again, it's easy to say, oh, well, they have Paul George, so he can lead that team. Have, have you people heard yourselves talk about Paul George, though, and diminish Paul George and rip him for his playoff performances? So you mean to tell me that after uh, Monday night, like, all of the things that you rip Paul George for, he's atoned for them, and now you feel comfortable with the fact that the Clippers can win at home tonight and then win in Phoenix in a Game 7? Wait, what happened to the Paul George of the last three, four years, but especially since he came to L.A. and all your criticisms of him? Where, where are you on this? You can't be hypocritical about that, and that's why I think there's been a lot of pub paid to Chris Middleton, a lot of pub paid to Drew Holiday. The Bucks made the moves. The Hawks are still the underdog. Even without Giannis, emotionally it hurts, but you should still be able to get it done, right? I think the Bucs the are best equipped to still win a championship. No matter how severe, after pictures are taken of that knee today, whatever the solution or whatever the end game is on that, I think the Bucs are still best equipped. And the Bucs don't have to get by 
CP3 and Devin Booker. The Bucks have an easier road getting by the Hawks, especially not knowing what Trey Young's situation is going to be moving forward. The Bucks are taking on the team that's also shorthanded and also the lesser of the teams remaining in the NBA postseason. So I say Bucks. What do you say? Which shorthanded team, the Bucs with no Giannis, Hawks with no Trey, Clippers with no Kawhi, best equipped to still win a championship? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And uh, you can go to Twitter, at ESPN West Palm, and uh, that's where we head to our poll, which team is best equipped to win an NBA title shorthanded. Right now, 80% say the Clippers without Kawhi. But again, I go back to Paul George. What do you think Paul George is? The vast majority of social media would lead you to believe that he's just straight trash, especially in the postseason. And then he had 42 points the other night, and he's calling out his critics, and all of a sudden he, in your mind, is elevated to uh, elite status. Which one is it? Is it playoff P as an insult, or is it playoff P the Pacers version? Like, what What do you make of Paul George? And let's not forget, the Clippers still have to win two against the only full-strength team left who also might be the best team if all of them were full-strength remaining in the NBA postseason. 20% say that the Hawks, without Trey, the best-equipped team to win an NBA title shorthanded. They're a fun story, and they're fun to watch. And it's fun to, uh, to, to put Kevin Herter up there and say, that's our guy. It's fun to watch John Collins jump out of the gym. It's fun to see uh, the Hawks grind their way defensively. But do you really honestly think they have enough without Trey Young to A, beat the Bucks and then go and beat whoever comes out of the West? I have a really hard time believing that. Like, they're on, uh, they're on borrowed time. At this point, I like the Hawks. I like watching them. I like Trey Young. Not sure there's a lot of gas left in the tank. Could be wrong because I've been wrong about the Bucks, uh, the, the Hawks, many times in this postseason. But this sort of feels like they just aren't championship caliber yet. No one thinks, though, on this poll at ESPN West Palm, that the Bucks without Giannis have a chance to win an NBA title. Giannis is a force. We know that. We understand that. He's a difficult matchup, but he also can't do anything outside of 10 feet. He's airballed three free throws in this postseason. That's without his hyperextended knee. So you're going to tell me now that just because Giannis Antetokounmpo is injured and could miss the rest of the postseason, that with Robin Lopez, who's going to have to see extended minutes, he's much better as a role player, I understand that, but he's also someone who's been able to take on in a previous portion of his his basketball life uh, the main duty as a presence underneath the basket. And then Chris Middleton, who many of you, including Evan Cohen, saying, oh, well, when's the last time a number two was more important than the number one player? Well, now it's time to show it. If Chris Middleton really is for real, if he is that important, if he is the guy, then he should be able to help the Bucs and especially with Drew Holiday, should be able to help the Bucs at least into the NBA Finals and give them a chance to compete for a championship. Which team best equipped to win an NBA title shorthanded? 
Bucks without Giannis, Clippers without Kawhi, Hawks without Trey, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And again, you can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm.